someone else has already said it best. This is the best, the best of them. The best ones aren't as good as you probably think they are. What is best in life? I did the best I could. Doing my best. 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 Yes, hello, 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 and welcome to Best of the Best Podcast. With me, Connor Keys. Uh, as always, beside me is my my main man, Mr. Ronan Mullen. My ear, I can hear clicking in my headphones, and I think it's the inside of my skull. Oh. Why How do you get rid of that? Why, uh, your skull? Oh, fuck. Why is your skull clicking? I think it's my skull. It's probably not. Mm, I hope it's not. Uh-oh. That's a lovely introduction. Has anybody ever died on a podcast? Oh, Live? That would be great. Go on, Dave. It'll help. <laughs> we'll definitely get another. Well, help. We'll definitely get another sixteen. Won't help me or my family, but <laughs> I don't know actually. Hey, right, everybody! So. <laughs> hey, everybody! Welcome. Uh, yes, welcome to Best of the Best Podcast. We are here uh, with another new uh, new episode on. We're following the TV genre this time, and uh, we're going with the mighty Veep. Yes. Uh, if you don't know Veep, um, shame on you. But uh, Veep uh, is, well, basically we should explain Veep. Veep is short for Vice President, the VP, so the Veep. And it is an American TV show um, run out of HBO. HBO. The boys. Uh, HBO. HBO. (laughs) Everything to do usually is uh, top class. We have, uh, yeah, the, the Vice President is played by... Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Is it our second, first person to ever feature twice on our podcast? Probably not, but we have really bad memory. We have a terrible memory. Somebody else will let us we've know. We've probably that. already done this. Probably. <laughs> 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 uh, so Veep is the, uh, based on, obviously, in the politics of the vice president, uh, created by and, and written by Armando Iannucci, the absolute legend that he is. Yeah. Scottish? Scottish guy who Armando Iannucci. I know Scottish. Scottish, born in Scotland to it's Italian like, parents. Remember the German striker Mario Gomez? <laughs> How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> Mario Gomez, German. Yeah, of course. what? Uh, he uh, obviously famously um, co-created and wrote uh, Alan Partridge. He created Alan Partridge, the character. He created the character. He created yeah. that character when him and Chris Morris were writing. Uh, for the day today, yeah, that was he, he wrote was, that character. He was in writing for the day today. Um, yeah. He also then um, the thick of it, which was the BBC political drama. So Veep is uh, was technically known as the American adaptation of the thick of it. Yeah, uh, the the bridge in between the two of them is the film in the loop. Yes, which is basically just the thick of it, but with an American tinge because it. They they have a sort of joint effort between UK and the US, so naturally he goes from the thick of it to the British party in the in the loop, and then the, from the American party in the loop he moves on to Veep. Veep. Uh, the very very smart comedy. Um, some of the greatest dialogue I think in the last ten years, if not more, With, without a doubt. Uh, he has uh, managed to pull together uh, an amazing array of characters um, and fair play to the casting people then for the people that they put in those roles who mm-hmm. have all been outstanding. 
So Julia Louis-Dreyfus plays Selena Meyer. Selena Meyer is the vice president currently uh, when we start uh, in season one. And uh, we see her... Uh, it's a it's a weird... Uh, like As a fan of the West Wing, it was a weird uh, yeah. shift to see such vulgarity and such uh, ludicrous ego <laughs> bouncing around the place. Yeah, the, the, everybody's got aspirations of being in a higher position. Yeah, like and, everyone. And don't give a fuck who they step over to get there. And don't care how they're being perceived or how they treat other people at all. Um, and inevitably, as the season goes on, you see that a lot of people cross paths again. Yeah, who... I mean, you have... They, they purposely never identify um, Selena Meyer, the character. They never identify if she's Republican or Democrat. It has no. been a sort of an ongoing debate for a while. I think there was a hint that she may have been well Democrat in the in, in the later season. I think yeah. season five. Remember yeah. when they're watching the polls on the TV mm-hmm. and the states are coming up blue or red? CNN has to show blue is Democrat and red is Republican, and she's coming up as blue. Mm-hmm. So they think, in it, but it's never said. It's you're never right. actually said because they, I think that when you read into it, they wanted to make sure that it wasn't about party politics. It was all about ego. Yeah, everybody's a shit. Yeah, don't assume because yeah. it's the no side of the, side, yeah. Uh, which was genius to start off with, so it was never going to be... Because um, it doesn't really get into politics in no. the sense of policy or anything to get or where the West Wing would have had a lot of big messages and a lot of big... Yeah, uh, talking about amendments this and checks a, and balances. This and is almost uh, a repeat of Seinfeld, as in there's no hugs, no learning. I mean, there's no... They no, are, they, are really not. They, they gradually get fucking worse as each season goes yep. on, as opposed to getting any way better. Yep. Um, and that's what I first loved about it. Um, I, I I didn't know what to expect. I had watched the thick of it. Mm-hmm. I had loved uh, Luke Capaldi's character in it. I mean, yeah. some of the statements he had come out on, some of the uh, abuse that he's given to fellow people. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you see it then done in this style, in the West Wing, um, with Selena Meyer, absolutely. Well, actually, she's not in the West Wing. That's the problem. She's the vice president. She's the vice president door. doesn't be in the West Wing. She's no. next door. Um, so she has sometimes she has a liaison between the West Wing and the front, <laughs> who is one of my favorite characters. Yeah, and he's and I know this sounds strange because he's really not underrated, but I think he is underrated in the sense that Julie Dreyfus and Gary Hill etc. are so lauded yeah. critically. Yeah, but the character of Jonah, Jonah is is a, it's a work of art. Like it really is. Yeah. Every time he turns up. You just have to. <laughs> I watch Veep a lot, sort of in the background. Yeah, and then pick up like the first time I saw it. Obviously, Crystal yeah, you Clare, watch it right through. Watch it yeah, right yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. But then now when I watch it, I watch it sort of like I do with Seinfeld. Or yeah, it's just all in the background, and you hear a joke, and you're just laughing when you're doing something <laughs> else. Yeah. But every time Jonah comes on, I stop. Yeah, you have to because you're about you to know. hear something yeah. that you've never heard before, <laughs> being either shouted at him mm-hmm. or the gunk that comes out of his own mouth. Yeah, it's it's it. brilliant. Uh, we're going to play throughout the the episode today we'll we'll show a few examples of what we're talking about Um, but yeah the team so we have the vice president Lena Meyer we have her personal assistant um, who's Tony Hale Tony Hale that's Gary Gary. Um, Tony Hale he who was Buster from Arrested Development yep Uh, we also have uh, Anna Schlumpsky Anna Klumsky. Klumsky, Schlumsky. I don't know how you pronounce it. From uh, My Girl. Ma- yeah. My Girl? Yeah. From My Girl? Yeah. Answer and 2? No. no. Was it? Oh, yes. It was different boy and 2. It was the same girl. It was different boy. Yeah, I, it's fucking yeah, Macaulay died. Obviously, fucking I'll be Rest in peace, Macaulay. 
Uh, <laughs> I think I actually did the house that, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> you may as well have. You know my knowledge of deaths. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Reference. <laughs> uh, so, you, yeah, so Yvonne Oshloff, who is playing an absolute... She's Amy. A dream character. She is the most fucking... Yeah. Again, uh, we've talked about this before in other podcasts. She's sort of like the moral, but don't get us twisted in any way. She's as brutal as everybody else. Yeah. But she can sort of, sort of see, see how this is yeah. being played. She can at least see the center yeah. where she's standing. But she's <laughs> not as egotistical as Selena Meyer is. No. Or Dan, who's another. Dan is aide. another character, yes. Yeah, so he's another. Uh, he's actually the deputy communications director. Um, the communications director, Mike McClintock. <laughs> Again, Mike. <laughs> Mike. Um, you're gonna get this. Mike. You're gonna get this throughout the episode where we just remember the characters, um, and you, you just fucking start laughing. Um, so I, we'll we'll give you um, we'll give you maybe an example here of uh, of some of the some of the uh, the dialogue we're talking about. Um, this has a wee wee bit of noise here, I think, but we'll see. Hold on. To society, democracy, and getting fucked up the ass. Yeah, I've tried both, and they're way overrated, like jazz. God, I'll tell you something, too, okay? <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> way overrated. Uh, you've got... Uh, the thing about it is it's, it's, they're the short episodes, so they're, they're, they're not the 41-minute episode of the TV shows. Like or what's happening now is I've seen HBO aren't doing adverts for certain TV shows. They're doing an hour and twenty minutes an episode. Yeah, just going to no, no, yeah, just battering straight crazy, through, yeah. like which is essentially a, a film. Yeah, per you're episode. Watching, you're watching a film, a film movie. Like, uh, you have not of this, by the way, just a of this. No, drama shows. We're talking the normal 21, 22 minute episodes. Yeah, so it's packed tight with just packed. nonstop, um, nonstop vulgarity, but mm-hmm. nonstop uh, ball breaking and mm-hmm. fucking insults flying at all times. Uh, and that's down to we, we could continue on the on the writers. It's down to the team of writers. You know, you've got uh, David Mandel, who was a, a long term writer on Curb Enthusiasm. Yep. Uh, we have um, Simon Blackwell, uh, an English writer. You have a couple of English writers actually on the team. Well, so you have uh, Simon Blackwell was heavily involved in the stuff with. Um Jesse Armstrong, mm-hmm. uh, who was doing Peep Show and The Thick of It as well, as long as loads of other highly regarded British comedy shows. But Jesse Armstrong is always also the writer and showrunner of Succession. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. So he's, uh, most of these guys are sought out, like, a lot for American television. And if you can adapt to an American audience, like Veep has, um, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna win critically anyway. Never mind ratings, like yeah. And you have uh, a stand-up comedian, Will Smith, not the Will Smith. Wicked Wild um, West, not Wicked Wild West. No uh, English guy again coming through. Um, some of the alumni, if you want to call it that, of the thick of it, um, that team of writers. Yeah, well, the first and season notoriously was all British writers. Mm-hmm. Um, the pilot episode was Blackwell and Ianucci, who. And it's sort of it's it's a good gauge of their intelligence how much there's a lot of politics in the first episode in the pilot, um. So they were they're they're very intelligent people and they've wrote a really difficult uh, setup and storyline and plot with very visceral and characters that jump in and out of scenes. 
that I think HBO probably would have been absolutely throwing money at them to get the next ones done. Oh yeah, which absolutely. they clearly did because yeah. it, it ran for seven seasons, uh, and and seven seasons of pure quality. That yeah, there's, there's never not dipped, a dip. It never dipped at all. Like most I think TV like shows the, do. The Metacritic score starts at eighty-five. Yeah, I seen somewhere peaks in, at ninety uh, th- from the fourth, fifth, and then only goes down to eighty-nine. <laughs> it's rare your first season. Your first season always gets this. Ah, ah it's good. Ah, it's it's a 70, 75. You don't go over eighty in your first season. It's yeah, and it's, still I think it's ninety-three percent Rotten Tomatoes. So yeah, it's it's up there. Uh, who else do we have? So we have we talked about Jonah Ryan played by Timothy Simons. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just genius casting, but um, brilliant delivery of it because he's such a fucking moron that <laughs> but yeah. you love him so much. He is, he is an absolute. He is fool. an absolute moron. Uh, who who wants to make sure he lets everybody know he works in the West Wing? Yeah, Jonah West Wing. All the answer his phone. Uh, and he literally is just a, a skivvy. He's just a runner. He's the guy who gets tea and coffee. But he, because he's in the West Wing, and it's sort of the the internal class system that's going mm-hmm. on. He thinks he can laud it over the poor vice president staff because he's in the West Wing. But uh, yeah, he's just a lackey. But um, we're to see the 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 slagging he gets because he's tall. He's six foot six or something, and um, he's. Uh, Always but be under given. no illusion, he brings it all on himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's he not being picked up for no reason. Like, yeah, he is an absolute himself. fucking moron. Yep. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but so what's happened is uh, this I'm going to play a clip here of uh, there in uh, in front of a congressional hearing. And, this is uh, one of the later seasons. Yeah, there's an investigation going on, and uh, it's Amy, Dan, and uh, Jonah in front of a, of a panel. And uh, <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll let you. Uh, Let you hear for yourself. Do you recall a document shared on the J Drive titled The Jonad Files? Uh, No, no, ma'am. That doesn't ring a bell. So it's not a word combining Jonah and Gonad? Not I can confirm that that is exactly what it is, and Mr. Egan knows that. In fact, Mr. Egan, I was told that you encourage staffers to add to this glossary of abuse. I do not, uh, at this moment in time, recall the action, uh, nor the uh, document. Okay, maybe this will jog your memory. We have some extracts. (laughs) J-Rock, Jizzy Gillespie, Jack and the Giant Jackoff, Galeon, Tinkerballs, Wadzilla, One Erection. Do we have to go through all of these? I'm not sure that I see the relevance. The witnesses claim they held their former colleague in high regard, and I am attempting to prove otherwise. Okay, yeah, sure, no, you can proceed. The Pointless Giant, the 60-foot Virgin, Chimpanzee, Jonah Ono, Hagrid's Nutsack, Scrotum Pole, Transgender Formers, 12 Years a Slave to Jerking Off, Benedict Come in His Own Hand, Guy Scraper, The Cloud Botherer, Supercalifragilistic Expialy Dick Cheese, Teenage Mutant Ninja Asshole, Spubaka. My college friends called me... Uh, Tall McCartney. <laughs> I preferred that. That's a good nickname. I just love uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little wit in it, but it just it hurts to see him, Rick. <laughs> uh, so that's what he's dealing with at all times from, and all angles. And like we say, he, he does bring it upon himself. Uh, the team, uh, if you have watched any American political shows, whether it be uh, the West Wing or House of Cards or things like that. So you'll be aware of the sort of the pyramid structure of um, yes, how government. the government works and how the teams work around us. So you've got your chief of staff, and that's what Amy's job is. Amy uh, is the chief of staff. You've got your communications department, then you've got your uh, 
policy department things yet. So you've got all the different ones. So we have um, you've Kent Davison, played by the mighty Gary Cole. Yeah. Um, it will be easier to list the things Gary Cole hasn't been in. Yeah, it really than would. listing the things he has been. Um, but it's one of those, probably one of the best character actors in TV that, that's ever been about. Um, I particularly like him as Ricky Bobby's dad. Yes. And Talladega Nights. <laughs> it's one of my go-to asshole moments. Could we try about even thinking the list of Easy. Gary Cole? Well, you remember him from the Brady Bunch movie? Brady Bunch, I remember him from American Gothic. American Gothic. He's in A Simple Plan. He's in Office Space. He's in The Gift. One Hour Photo. I Spy. Dodgeball. That's right. He's in Dodgeball. The TV stuff he's in, but he's in Entourage. He was in well, he's in Talladega Nights as well. He's in Pineapple Express, remember? That's right, he's not too. And TV, you're just oh, give up. Yeah. Twilight Zone, Miami Vice, Midnight Caller, remember that? That's right, Midnight Caller. Son of the Morning Star, American Gothic. Yeah, American Gothic was so it's Caleb. That's right. Caleb, that's all I remember from it. Touched by an Angel, there you go. Frasier. That's right, fuck, there's some Frasier too. <laughs> what the fuck? He has been in, like, he's in so many things. He has popped up. Hack, Monk, West Wing, Law and Order, King of the Hill. Yeah. Arrested Development. That was the, the that was the lovely link of it and being in, um because he played Bingo Bob in the West Wing, who yes. was going for vice president. Yes, correct. So here he is now yep. in a show with the vice president as well. Uh, we also have then the um, Ben Ben Cafferty played by Kevin Dunn. Mm-hmm. He's fucking brilliant again. Yeah, um, has some great lines in it. Um, and you can see that this is what I love about the writing. You can see they're very smart people. But they just don't really have the motivation or the want to really. No. They want to win, but they don't really no, they're, they're give a shit. There's no work ethic behind the ego and desire for power. Um, the other one then we have, uh, which sort of came in, and you've got poor Catherine Meyer, who would be <laughs> Selena's daughter, long-suffering daughter. And this is the other thing I liked the- about the character of Selena, because there is... There's more maternal instincts in this fucking table we're sitting at than there is in Selena yeah. Meyer. Yeah. She does not want to be a mother. Uh, she's uh, She plays her age in her in mid-40s, so it doesn't like the fact that there's even a child old enough to be in her 20s around her. No. Uh, doesn't like to be reminded of her age, and you can see her. We'll, we'll play a clip later where we show she's just not fitting into the, the modern world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if anything... Catherine's a fucking weight around her neck. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine's played brilliantly. Uh, what's her name? Sarah Sutherland. She, um, the first time Catherine shows up in season one, she's waiting for her mum in uh, the the VP's office. And she's like sitting in the in the waiting room for nearly the entire episode. And her mum just keeps forgetting about turning up to say hello to her. And she hasn't seen her for ages because she's back from college. <laughs> and she's just sitting there. People are walking past her like, all right, Kath. Like, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody the vice president's shit. daughter, nobody really nobody cares at all. Uh, and, and that's, again, if you talk about a complete polar opposite to the West Wing, yeah. where everything was made a big deal about the president, the vice president's children, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, she doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> doesn't, no. want, <laughs> doesn't want to hear the words, mummy. Doesn't want to hear yeah. anything at all. Uh, so, as well as that, it's one of the very first times you see, uh, or you hear of somebody uh, being a vice president and being separated. Mm-hmm. And going to separate with her husband, which is a a big thing at the time too, and a sort of uh, that vulnerability does not show at all. She takes it 
inner straight and in fact yeah. if anything improves without mm-hmm. having them around her uh, I mean as the time goes on you've got certain characters that sort of reappear new characters then come in the later seasons um, I'm thinking of Richard yes <laughs> who's brilliant as well that's fucking unreal there isn't a flaw let's get this There's we're going to say that yeah. a lot there yeah. isn't a flaw there is obviously standout characters who are the main characters but there isn't a flaw anyone that just lands in and does a minute an episode is as memorable as who's been in the episode the entire season or the entire season yeah, absolutely it's huge that the, way the Finnish um, Prime Minister is it she from Finland Minna is it Finland or Norway maybe Finland or Norway one of the two but yeah. I don't know country she's from but uh, Sally Phillips please. Sally Phillips the, <laughs> the British actress she's fucking <laughs> brilliant who cuts to the bone yeah. quite a few times and it's so well done yeah um and it's just, you've got two people there in complete competition. The fact that they're both prim- or head of yeah. states or whatever, but they're both female. And it's just, this, yeah. like, then the culture clashes come across European versus American. Yeah, ever, and everybody's experienced it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we live in a lovely multicultural town. And we have had instances where someone from a country outside of our own uh-huh. says things like, you, you've put on a bit of weight. <laughs> and you're like, what? And you're like, get fat. <laughs> Listen fucking lad I don't even know you <laughs> fuck up Igor I <laughs> like can't you and then you said to them they're like yeah <laughs> they're so more advanced than us in terms yeah. of humour they uh, uh, yeah there's no filter no there's I no filter uh, so yes like we say Selena can't really keep up with uh, the world and what's going on around her and uh, it's up to her team to keep her up to date so um, she's not really sure what a meme is <laughs> We'll see if we can hear her. <laughs> this or what? Well, we were busy writing youth culture references and a funny song about the speaker. <laughs> I don't even know what you just said. <laughs> what are you laughing about, Jolly Green Jizz Face? I'm, I'm sorry. God damn, why are you even here? Oh, I came here to tell you <laughs> that you're a meme, ma'am. I'm a meme, ma'am? What are you talking about? Speak uh, English, boy. A meme, uh, an internet phenomenon. Okay. Uh, yes, uh, there are photoshopped versions of this springing up all over Twitter. You had uh, the Declaration of Independence oh with Mary Magdalene at the crucifixion, oh, 2004 tsunami. Well, if there was a tsunami, you'd be genuinely looking at your phone because you'd be checking the weather. You know what? I don't need you to talk. How do we stop this meme, ma'am shit? Uh, no, it's just a meme, ma'am, not a meme, ma'am. Uh, and usually they flame out after about 48 hours, but sometimes they blow up and become a super meme, like Downfall or Gangnam. <laughs> I love Gangnam. What did I just say? Yeah, if it gets on Reddit or Tumblr, that can happen. Uh, yeah, okay. You gotta get out of here, okay? Take all these meaningless syllables with you and just get out. <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely, ma'am. Oh, and I will see you at the dinner tonight. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, take your syllables with you, Tumblr, Reddit. Yep. Yeah, so she's not, <laughs> she doesn't really keep up with what's going on. And this is up to the team around her. So um, she thinks it's a meme, ma'am. A meme, ma'am. A meme, ma'am. <laughs> but it's not. It's from minute one, you get the impression she's been mollycoddled for years. Yeah. So has no need to search out. Just like like you said, the West Wing, where the president was very active in seeking out what's going on in the world today and. This is uh, an adaptation of a very ego-driven and sheltered mm-hmm. uh, human being who oh, yeah. is a direct depiction of, I'd say, quite a few politicians at the minute considering oh, absolutely, yeah. the way some of them go on Twitter and just blurt out whatever they want, thinking that it's well, yeah, this not going to go anywhere. This or? started in 2012. 
So was that how was, long ago? Yeah, seven really? years, seven seasons. So it was 2012. So that's that's pre-Trump. Yeah. And uh, but yet in the middle of all of this, and in the middle of what you were watching on TV, what you were watching on TV uh, in a TV show suddenly started appearing on the news channel yeah. <laughs> because it was like life imitating art. Uh, it started to become farcical in the real world. Um, but they started to have fun with that too. Yes, they did. As, it, as the seasons went on, they started. you could see a lot of wee um, nods and references. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like I say, I mean, the, the writing is one of the, it's I would just I would suggest it's the strongest thing about the show, uh, and that's saying something because there's a lot of great actors and characters in it. But the writing is just impeccable, and that's you know what we said about the team that was behind it. But fucking hell, if you were, they I was trying to figure out how they do it. I mean, they must, they must sit around and try and come up with the worst insults you can fire at somebody. Well, there, there, it, you know the there's an American show that does the round table. Yes. And they bring in all the main... The sort of showrunners, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. showrunners or producers, whatever. But what th- they did for The Simpsons was they brought in just the writers. Mm-hmm. And it was Conan O'Brien and all these people. And they were reminiscing about how... And it was just like that, what you said. They were just firing jokes at each other. And one person would have a common thread that would be the story. But the jokes didn't have to be relevant to what the story was. Yeah, But in this... Everything, yeah. Everything has to link. Yeah. Um, nothing can be similar to a joke that was written in a previous episode or anything that's been written before. Oh, yeah. No, I've no. not heard, even the thick of it, we had a basically a clone, but in UK form. Yeah. And nothing overlaps. No. It's all unique. Now, Ianucci left as showrunner in season four. Mm-hmm. And Mendel yeah. took over. Yeah. But it didn't miss a beat. No, never. Skipped. It still yeah. felt exactly the same. Yeah, and it was as visceral and acidic, and it really didn't alter the no. the sort of feel of the show, which and usually does happen when showrunners change. Normally does, and you and to be honest, I would have expected that. But yeah. it was. It just showed you how strong the team were behind. Um, Mandel then played a blinder for the rest. Yeah, of the season. absolutely I mean, brilliant. As as important to Veep as Inuchi is. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, and to see it out the way it was seen out, uh, we're not going to deny that, but I mean, the way it was seen out at the end was just absolute fucking poetry. Um, mm-hmm. It was really fantastic. Yeah, it really was. Um, <coughs> excuse me. We so cough, we have... We cough, oh, here we come. We, we, we frog in the frog. Here, here, okay, we, did we take a wee pause? Just, um, well, here it goes. You were, you were, you were social media-ing today? Social media-ing? Was it? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Um... About snotted rolls? There was a bake-off with me and my uh, daughter this morning, yes. And what, uh, so you made a lot of sausage rolls? You made a lot of them, yeah. That's cool, man. That's real fucking cool, you know? I thought it was, yeah. Don't smell any about. Mm, uh, uh, I've came from downstairs the whole way to this room. That's that's a good walk, too. It's like a it's like there's stairs, big hallway. Can you not smell it off my breath? You had all the fucking sausage rolls, didn't you? Not all of them. You had fucking ninety nine percent of the sausage rolls, didn't you? Yeah. You're not vegan, but I came in here. I look fucking vegan. <laughs> I came in here completely. I was like whistling when we coffee and all. I was like we I coffee, furious sausage rolls. Didn't bring one. I do apologize. Uh, no, no. Go ahead with your e fucking program there. Go ahead, vape away there. 
No, no, it's not. Jesus, like a fucking old sausage roll. Like Jesus, I'll bring them next week. Aye, when we're not but there. I remember being at your house when your granny made them sausage rolls, God rest her. Mm-hmm. And my wife still talks about them. <laughs> and I was half quarried, and I ate about seventeen sausage rolls, <laughs> and everybody was going, "Ronnie." Calm down, man. And I just shut up the fuck. Right the family have to eat here, Mr. Mullen. I like Wayne's not starving. <laughs> me just firing them into me. Yes, they are very addictive. Uh, so I had the impression that you were getting close to Granny's recipe, and I was thinking, fuck, this uh, is going to be some Sunday. I have to say they're not far off today, and I have to say they're really, really tasty. Well, uh, I wouldn't know. No, you're right. <laughs> Piece of shit. Uh, veep. <laughs> what? <laughs> no sausage rolls and veep, boy. What the hell's that? Uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, we have one of my favourite recurring characters, Congressman Furlong. Yeah. <laughs> and his long-suffering uh, aide, uh-huh. uh, Will. Now, this guy just gets the some of the cream of the lines uh, and some of the best uh, insults, and they're all usually aimed at his suffering personal assistant. And uh, like Connor said, let us reiterate, a recurring character... Yeah, he is not. It could be four episodes go by and you don't see him. Yeah, might not see him for long, but he just appears. But they reserve yeah. some absolute oh belters. My God. They just uh, he is. Um, we'll give you a mild version of one here now, and this is where uh, he's mild. He's speaking to Mike. He's he's out. He's eating dinner with uh, with his personal assistant Will and Will's wife, uh, and Mike comes up to talk to them. This is my table. And this is my Fat Johnson, and you can suck it as long as you promise not to put your dirty gay mustache on it. What is that, some kind of side effect from your AIDS medication, or just shave it off of Freddie Mercury's corpse? If you don't mind, I'd like to enjoy my base scallop gateau. You? You're a bald jerk. Pardon me, Mrs. Furlong. Jesus! You think I married that? That's Will's wife. Hi, Mike. It's good to see you. This is my wife, Mary. Uh, the congressman was kind enough to take us out to dinner on our anniversary. Hello. I guess Will likes him old. Why don't you fuck off back to Burger King? Happy anniversary. Hi, Wendy! <laughs> Christ, you look like a Batman villain. What dopey... <laughs> it's, a, it's a fine art. It, it actually is, and I mean, they, they must have... I'm trying to think sometimes of... There are times he comes out with statements and lines, you're going, how long did they chisel that down? perfect that the way it was you know it yeah. comes out just absolutely I think they have the talent to put him in a, in a an episode on his own but I think it was a it's a beautiful move to have him like you said recurring and yeah. not in every because they build up just the best and oh. they must be polishing off them gems for ages they had to have a furlong file yeah. just a file of stuff that nobody else could get away with saying except for him um, yeah and that's saying something in this show because this show is full of mm-hmm. <laughs> Jolly mm-hmm. Green Jizz Face. Jolly Green Jizz Face. You know, there's loads of lines in that, but no, he 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 uh, he gets the best of that of them. Uh, uh, Selena, as I say, then is going through all the various things of being a, a woman in politics. Yeah, and uh, a woman in power, and especially then a woman who is single mm-hmm. in that position. So there's a lot of uh, lot of various opportunities for her. Um, other candidates of, uh, she's up against one of them being another recurring character played by Hugh Laurie yep um, Hugh Senator Laurie. Tom James Tom James doing his very good uh, American accent again from yeah from House bang on oh fucking spot on um, but again just has that subtle 
comedic timing that we all know, obviously, from mm -hmm. Blackadder and Fry and Laurie and all the rest, mm -hmm. uh, that really played into this fucking brilliant. He, he, he fitted in very, very nicely for the last few seasons. Uh, we had Selena's always... I, I, The relationship between her and Gary. Yeah. Her personal assistant. Um, Gary is literally... I don't know what you would... How do you describe him? He is personal assistant, but he is basically her life. I mean, he... He deals with everything. He deals with medication. Deals with fucking going to the toilet. <laughs> um, she Gary, Gary's like. Um, there's an episode which we'll touch on in a bit, and it's my favorite episode since the first season. And it's the episode where they're at the baseball stadium, and Selena has a scare that she's pregnant, and uh, Gary's running around trying to get um, pregnancy tests. But while he comes back, there's been a gas leak. So he can't get back into the stadium. But it gives him time to ring his father, who um, isn't impressed by what Gary does because he runs about carrying a handbag. But he'd be impressed that he's at a baseball stadium talking to baseball players. And Gary promises that uh, he's going to be getting a photo with the team and in the stadium and all this. And his, he's so he's so like enamored by talking on the phone to his dad. And you, can hear, you can't hear his dad talking but you can hear his reactions mm -hmm. and he keeps like over exaggerating what he's saying and the dad's like while he's picking up pregnancy tests <laughs> with a shopping basket <laughs> around his arm he's going hell yeah dad and he's saying things like boom shakalaka <laughs> and then you can hear silence and then gary goes oh no that's that's what the kids are saying now dad <laughs> he's just so nervously over talking to his father who clearly isn't impressed by anything he does but that's the sort of guy he is. Yeah, and he, uh, and you do feel sorry for him. You you really but then feel sorry for him. There are times you're going, it's your own fucking fault. But yeah, because he's so into it and he's so. But that's a, that's a statement of yeah. how good Tony Hale is as, as an actor. But if you think of the character of Buster from Arrested Development, it's like Buster got a job. Yeah, <laughs> Selena, yeah, you know and he was saying? slightly more socially competent, but <laughs> only, only slightly. Only slightly. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I'm trying to see if we have uh, uh, we have Jonah. Um, sometimes I think Jonah gets should get his own clips here because some of the fucking statements he comes out with. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, but this is this is one of my favorite lines. I think actually Julia Lou Dreyfus said it was her favorite line to have to say, and this was her speaking to Dan. Um, basically, after. Another one of Jonah's fuck-ups. Hmm. I'm just not going to accept this. Oh, my God. I'd have more power in my hands if I joined one of those moronic Segway tours of D.C. I mean, do you have any idea what I have lost here today? Don't you? Really? Are you not going to say anything? Jesus! Dan, did your boyfriend... Know anything about this? I was trying to use Jonah for intelligence. That's like trying to use a croissant as a fucking dildo. I thought... No, no, no. Let me be more clear. It doesn't do the job. And it makes a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, just fucking brilliant. Yeah. Um, and that also gives you a great insight into Julia Dreyfus's uh, sense of humor. Absolutely, yeah. She is 
brutal in real life too. She's brutal, and um, she plays us so well. I don't. Um, we talk about this all the time. You can't imagine anybody else. Blah blah blah. But uh, she has won. Did she win all seven? I know she won maybe six no, out of the seven. She, she won she the won, Emmy each time. Well, here, here's basically here's we're talking a lot about how much we like things, mm. but this is what this is what Veep has achieved um, critically. Mm-hmm. It it it's been nominated for seven consecutive primetime Emmy awards for outstanding comedy series. That's every season. <laughs> it won the award three times. Louis Dreyfus won six consecutive Emmys for comedy and five Golden Globes. Tony Hale won, uh, received six nominations and he won it twice. And Anna Klumski, Gary Cole, Matt Walsh, Martin Mull, Hugh Laurie and Peter McNichol all got nominated. That's right, Peter McNichol. So, brilliant. Uncle Jeff. This isn't us just going, you know what, it's really good, we think. Yeah. no. Everybody thinks it's really good. Yeah. It is really good. It's there's nothing niche about it. No, cult. I mean, no, no, no. This isn't just we we like this, so we don't care if you don't. If you don't like this, you're gonna have to check yourself for before you wreck yourself for before you wreck yourself. (laughs) I was gonna say for like something medical, but (laughs) I much prefer Das Effects. Check yourself for you wreck yourself. Uh, I mean, uh, what channel is it shown on over here? Sky Atlantic. Sky Atlantic, but it it was on it was on something else. I can't. I was, tra- I was trying I think to think it was on BBC. You know, I think it might have been for like a while. BBC you know? Two late at night um, before Sky Atlantic became yeah, Sky Atlantic. Sky Atlantic. So, but so that's where you would, would have been able mainly to see it here. But I don't know about the vi- the viewing figures here. I'm not too sure how much of a success it was UK and Ireland. I'm not too sure. I'd say um, with I'd say a lot more uh, of you know UK Ireland would have got it because of the thick of it. Maybe yeah, but. Yeah. Um, it was showing pretty much prime time. It was eight, nine o'clock, or nine o'clock, sorry. Well, no end this week when this podcast goes out. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Nobody seen it. Nobody give a fuck. F- I, I, you know what? <laughs> I, I think uh, I think we're gonna have, we're on our winner here. On our winner, Veep. Um, we have so many. Uh, you're talking. I think it's is it ten episodes a season. Well, there's so eight in the first eight one. In the first one, and, and then there's ten two. from then on in. Um and you've got to the point. We're not going to do any spoilers alert, you know. Um, but no, we could shout it out for yeah spoiling a few. We're not going to spoil anything. So I mean, I can shout it out on Friday night. Did you Friday night? Why? Because we spoiled something in Clerks. I'm trying to think back to what the fuck did we spoil in Clerks? Jesus, we left. Uh, we talked about then, but we didn't do. We didn't the get end. into the guts of what happened. Literally, uh, no. Uh, I'm really sure we didn't say that. So what? Oh, by photographer. Oh, at shout, a fucking wedding, shouting at you, shouting at me. This the rock star, like. Don't mess with the rock star, boy. It's unreal. Uh, so we do apologies. We'll not try uh, and we'll try not to spoil anything. But no, you because can, what you we're can finding guess. I mean, you could, <laughs> basically, what I was wasn't going to say there was where she ends up. But no, like, no. it's not much of a fucking spoiler if she's yeah. vice president. Where yeah. is she going to end up? Where do you think she's aspiring to be? <laughs> Oh, that's right. She's this fucking, manager isn't going vet. back to the she's fucking a, idol. Like. She's a vet. Um, no. <laughs> she's elbow deep in calves there. Yeah. Uh, no, but what so. we're hearing from people is a lot of people are listening to these podcasts because they haven't seen or heard or watched the film or whatever. Okay. So we're trying not to spoil anything. But yes. The other half are people that are have watched have it and watched really it. like it and want to hear back stuff. And 
Should we do like a pause now for 30 seconds if you don't want to hear us? Or, you know, no. That's shite. No. All day. I forget to come back. Fuck that. Bruce Willis is dead. <laughs> there you go. Uh, in which film is he dead? Is he dead in real life? What is Bruce Willis? <laughs> <laughs> to start listing all the ones he did die in. Yep. And really spoil them on. Armageddon. Um, dead. <laughs> the other one? Dead. Yeah. Real Paper. life, dead, dead, or is he? Oh. <laughs> Illuminati. <laughs> On the death of Bruce Willis after his comedy roasting. Uh, Did you see that was good? That was all right. Yeah, I mean, was the best one. I, I, I get very concerned when somebody of Bruce Willis's stature does like a comedy roast. I think they do it for charity, though, don't they? Yeah, but then you sort of, when you watch it, you're realizing, ah, people don't have a lot of respect for Bruce Willis. Do you think that's what that's about? Because I really thought the one of Justin Bieber was about people honouring his legacy, his four-year legacy. No, I don't mean that. I mean, like, I classed Willis as A-list, you know, permanent oh, that's, A-list. Is that, I don't think that happens in Hollywood anymore. Uh, but what I mean is the, the, the just, not, I don't mean the, the, the actual physical roast, but the, the sentiment around it, the people going, sure, it's only Bruce Willis. Mm. He has been. He's a nobody. But to me, he's fucking John McLean. He'll always be a legend, like. Not the Yanks, they don't like him that much. You know where it happened That's why he's in all straight the fucking DVD films now at all times. Remember in Ocean's 12? Mm-hmm. Where he turns up as Bruce Willis? No. Remember in the, in the, the hotel, oh, yes. they're going yes. and, yes. and uh-huh. the, Julia Roberts portraying a character has to pretend she's Julia Roberts uh-huh. in that very bizarre 10, 15 minutes of a film. weird, yeah. Um, that was when I thought Bruce Willis is probably... Uh. He probably went off the boy way before that, but I can't really remember which one because I didn't fucking watch it. Because yeah. Bruce Willis is dead. <laughs> anyway. Beep. Anyway, back to uh, <laughs> Bruce. Uh, he does not appear in Veep. No. No. Listen to the Bruno album, by the way, if you... <laughs> Where is this going? I don't know. Anyway. So, back to HBO. HBO. The but track record of this TV company is... I yeah, mean, it's, it's uh, unheralded, but it was uh, Iannucci. From what I heard at the start was they tried to develop uh, Veep as just the thick of it US, mm-hmm. much like the Office US, uh, just a direct remake, um, but with really talented showrunners and writers and stuff to adapt it for their own niche. That worked with The Office. It hasn't worked for anything else. Mm-hmm. So what happened was... They made a pilot for the thick of it US, and funny enough, we've been talking about it, Mitchell Hurwitz, who yes. is the creator of Arrested Development, mm-hmm. wrote it, along okay. with Christopher Guest and Michael McKean from oh, Spinal Tap and etc. Best show in all. Yeah. So, um, and virtually every actor who is in Vape was playing a different role. Now, it was mimicked on the thick of it, mm-hmm. uh, but it was a US version. So it did it with not a vice president. It was the lower levels of government. I think he was a congressman or a senator. But this was in 2007. Um, and what happened was, ABC watched it. Iannucci was on as an executive producer, but he wasn't writing or had any involvement in that sense. Mm-hmm. And he saw the pilot, thought it was dog shit, and so did ABC. So they dropped it. So what transpired was what Ianucci wanted to do all along and was wanted HBO to take it. From, okay. So from the start, he wanted HBO because 
It's just a natural fit for it, isn't it? Well, you it's can hit the swear button flat, yeah, man. You can do... It's cable. You have to subscribe to the fucker, and you can do whatever you want in HBO. Yeah, and it does... Uh, it just would have been too watered down elsewhere, like an NBC or ABC, you know, uh, even Showtime or something. It had to be a HBO. Yep. Uh, and because of that, then, you do get that barrage of fucking just pure vulgarity. And yep. Genius, absolutely genius, ball breaking. Like uh, some of the best slagging and some of the best insults that mm-hmm. you'll you'll hear. Um, it kind of some of them kind of reminded me of the way uh, Ari Gold would have did it in uh, Entourage. Yeah, some of the real like long diatribes of an insult, um, but this just took it to that next level. They're very smart, is what we should say. Yeah, it so is. They're very very smart um, jokes. Very very smart writing. Uh, I'm going to try and see here, do we, just for because I love Jonah so much. <laughs> um, there's a scene in the in the finale um, where Selena obviously is going to try and become president, and uh, we should point out Jonah in case you're wondering why Jonah gets this um, position when such a fucking moron, such a fool. Obviously, he's linked. His uncle's very, very big, and in, we find that out in the later. Party. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it all makes sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. doesn't they don't mention it the whole no. first season. You don't hear a thing about. And it. And then you see this rich uncle who is a, a, a secret donator to the party and An secretly run the party. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and he is Peter McNichol, that, yeah. um from Ghostbusters Two. Uh, <laughs> I'm sweeping with school. And he's yeah, brilliant. He loves Igor. Uh, so this is this is Uncle Jeff, uh, Peter McNichol, and Selena having a go at. Um, <laughs> Okay, so I think we know why we are here. Mm. Yes, ma'am. Yes, we do. I don't know why we are here. Me neither. But I love meeting new people. (laughs) She is offering you vice president, you monument of vaginal dryness. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then no. I'm sorry? I said no, as in never. I will be president or I will be nothing. And in fact, if I don't get the nomination, I might run as a third party just to fuck your shit up. You shut the fuck up! Dumb resist face anus! Don't you see you've just been offered the second most powerful job in the world? No, you shut up, Uncle Jeff. I will not let anyone speak to me like that. President or nothing? Yeah. Fucking Are you me? You cockless cockroach. You Oh, Shit. Well, Don't we're gonna have, have to, to fire, fire Dan. Dan. Why do you want to fire him? Um, <laughs> just as a way of saying sorry for yelling at you earlier. You know, and feminism. That sounds great. Fire Dan. <laughs> and feminism. And feminism uh, stuff. <laughs> yeah, so Richard Richard is uh Richard is the only, I'm gonna say the only character that doesn't swear. Yeah, it's he's he's uh he's quite he's, immoral. He's a, a genius. But an idiot. But an idiot. Um, a remarkable idiot. A remarkable idiot who is just played so brilliantly. Um, Richards played by, I can't remember his name now. Sam. Sam that's terrible. Bing bong. Um, and, I mean, you've got some of the, 
he he tries his ultimate. He tries his best um, to keep up and to be as helpful to Jonah as possible. But <laughs> it doesn't come across. No, it doesn't come across. Uh, and because he's ignored at all times, uh, he just basically is. Uh, it reveals later on he is an absolute fucking political genius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. he's just been hiding in the background behind Jonah yeah. the whole time, and just never thought of speaking up and saying anything. Um, and I'm wondering, do we have a, do we have any clips of uh, Richard? Um, there's loads because he is so uh, well liked. The problem is, how do you narrow it down? Let me see if we can get something that would. <laughs> Even just looking at him. So Richard is. is Thanks for coming today. Jonah's, nice to see uh, you. Thank you so much. Support. Come forward. Yep. Book is this one a caucus goer? Could be. Hello. Oh, this one's caucus. Oh, that's too loud. Okay. Can't say it that loud. <laughs> Thank you. The job was to Please point out forward. whether or not they were oh. on the caucus or not. Sam um, Richardson. Sam Richardson. Yeah, plays an absolute blind. Oh, look at this. You've got an iPad. Could you sign uh, it? Okay. <laughs> sign sure. the iPad. Uh, um, it will find sign the back. Oh, you want me to sign? Well, just <laughs> now, but look here. It's that way. It's all your books are signed by yeah. the vice president. <laughs> 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 and he's so genuine when he says that. Sign the back of the iPad, so all your books are signed by the vice president. Yep. Um, the, the, there's two quotes that are my favorite quotes that you haven't shown yet. Right. And one of them is from Selena, where she says, "It's like I've entered an ass kicking competition with no legs and a fat ass." <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one is. When uh, she's talking to Senator Tom, Tom is offering her, in later seasons, Tom does a slight political move yeah, and ends up being the main man uh, in the running for the president for the Democratic Party that we later find out. So um, he offers Selena in a move that is quite controversial because she was adapting him to be her veep. Mm-hmm. He offers her veep and she responds with, I wouldn't be your veep if there was a grassy knoll full of Jodie Foster fans in the front row of your inauguration. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Brilliant. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's Richard. And we, we already talked about Minna, um, who is the is Finnish, actually. She's the fin- yeah, Finland. She's Finnish. the Finnish um, uh, prime minister. Who uh, again, kind of like uh, Senator Furlong, randomly appears, but is recurring through its most seasons. Mm-hmm. But you just don't know when. Yeah, they go to they go for a few international excursions, and she's always about. But then she does appear in the and uh, she'll be in the White House as well with the yeah with um, some different events and things like that. I'm trying to think if we have um, the first time they ever met. I think this is a clip of <laughs> hot class. Madam Vice President. Madam Prime Minister. I am delighted to welcome you to Finland. Thank you. And please call me Selina. Selina? Yes. Excuse me? <laughs> what? Shall we begin? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Would you like to lead the way? Yes. 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 Would you like to go first? Oh, no, we can, no, we we can, can go together. In, yes. in, in tandem? We shall, yes. We shall go. Yes. I have a gift for you. We hope that when you come to our country, you will go fishing. Because no one will feed me? <laughs> because you love fishing. I don't, actually. <laughs> How baffling. No, but it is still a beautiful gift. <laughs> a book about game We fish. also have a gift for you of oh. famous Finnish birds. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh my. Oh, I have, I have 
Thank you. What a lovely clock angry with, birds. A, with an <laughs> angry birds. Bird. That's right. That's angry, right. Angry birds. And why is it so angry? Because it wants to uh, destroy all of the uh, the pigs. <laughs> <laughs> That's genuinely what it is, though. Yeah, that's what it is. And but it is a famous Finnish so bird. Yeah, and plays it so straight um, yeah. in doing that. So, yeah, that's Sally Phillips, who, who again appears uh, quite often. Um, so, the, the follow-on, the, the, it, uh, it kind of got very emotional, and it finished this year. Yeah. So this is probably the most recent um, thing we have covered. It's, yeah, it would be, know, actually, it, yeah. It finished this year, uh, and uh, an amazing finale. Well... Going by the amount of times me and you WhatsApp each other <laughs> on like a Tuesday morning or late on a Monday night. <coughs> did you hear that whole out? But no, like, just it didn't. It didn't lighten up no. in any way. It got more acidic and more dark. Yeah, which was great. Oh, it was fantastic. So we would encourage you if you if you haven't watched it, uh, please do. You don't need to have watched anything else. You don't need to have watched the thick of it or anything. You got it's completely no. standalone uh, show of its own. Um, it's got the best um, dialogue, like I say, of at least the last 10 years. And uh, if you're anyway remotely interested in uh, either The West Wing or House of Cards or any of that sort of show, this is definitely a, a, a completely shines a different light uh, yeah. entirely on it. Um, and we have tried to discuss the other actors and characters in the show, but be under no illusion... Julia Dree Dreyfus in this, to me, isn't. I don't think it's the best female. I think it's the best comic comedic performance on television ever. Yeah, she's. There's it's so consistently much, yeah. unbelievably good. Yeah, and she's so conceited. And you take it for and granted that she's going to be as good, but you forget. Yeah, like there's a, there's an episode. The episode I was talking about. Sorry, that's one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. At the end of the episode, uh, when the credits are rolling, they always have uh, the. The, the TV show's still going, so mm-hmm. there's, there's a scene yeah. still playing as the credits are going. And Gary comes up to her to finally tell her, oh yeah, you're you're really pregnant. <laughs> and it's, it's the mirror image of uh, Bush getting the news about 9-11 <laughs> while sitting in front of a classroom, <laughs> a classroom with, kids with kids and trying yeah. to process it, <laughs> but not react. And she does it, oh, it with a plum. Sublime. And she didn't even win an Emmy for that one, I don't think, but... It's unbelievable. Yeah, the performance. Of the, uh, Her acting is yeah. incredible. Um, and absolutely, there's n- there's nobody. I, I genuinely don't think um, there's anybody better, as you say, in regards no. to comedic performance, not just male or female. No, just, no. Just and, and this is this general, is a time yeah, comedic acting. Yeah, we've just left uh, the era of Sopranos, and you know the amount of unbelievable female performances in the Sopranos can't be understated but yeah. we walk into vape and it's just it's just hands down the best comic form i've ever seen on television yeah but uh selena and anna slomsky slomsky mm-hmm. uh two amazing um it's, it's high characters it's, it's it high quality so it's just uh so yes please go and have a watch please go if wherever you can get a chance to watch it it's on uh sky i think so it's available on is it now TV? The oh, no, it's shit? it's not anymore. Oh, is it not? The no, it off? Okay. Uh, I think it's going to go on. I think a lot of shows are disappearing at the minute with the new Disney Plus streaming oh, okay, service yeah. starting, and they, a lot of things are being bought up. Mm. Um, and it's yeah. sort of fucking with what we have, but yeah, it it's HBO as well, so it'll never be on Netflix. No, uh, even though a few shows were given to mm-hmm. Netflix, I don't think Veep will. 
Mm-hmm. But I mean, I saw, I saw a box set for seventeen forty nine. There's a little download. I was like, what the fuck? Right. Like, you can get the whole... No, that was just one season. Oh, that was just one season. One season. Right. Whereas if you wait for Christmas, it'll be in Zavi.net mm-hmm. for 40 bucks for the whole thing in Blu-ray. So do it. Do okay. that. Do that. And let us know what you think. Um, as always, if you could um, like and subscribe, uh, please leave a review. Tell your friends. Get them to uh, download and give us a wee listen. It's, uh, it all helps. And uh, I we, think... We, we should point out something about our intro music. Yes, absolutely. Um, that we've been forgetting to do for 14 entire episodes now. Yes, it has been 14, yes. 14. Uh, so our intro is, uh, as you all know, uh, by this stage, we're 14 in. So we want to give a shout out to Yule Coburn, um, an Oma native. Kid Boy 09 was his, mm-hmm. his, uh, his rap name. Uh, his DJ name, MC, MC name, fucking all over the place. Um, but Yule, yes. So, so um, fair play to him. Give me a couple of tracks we could choose from, um, and uh, that's music is uh, created by him mm-hmm. with all loads of quotes added in from me. That I well, not you. Well, they're yeah. from other places, but you found them. I found them and put all them right, on. Sever, it's it's all right. It's all right. We're trying to give you a bit of fucking love, and then you're in the no, middle of it going, I'm, "Well, I was the one who did the quote." Well, but I can't, f- I can't remember where they come from. Otherwise, we could have had a quiz to say. Yeah, but can you guess? Th- well, here's one of them. Yeah, that was a the, bit weird. The, that was a bit weird. Uh, the two of us did an entire of, episode on American History X, forgetting that at the start of the podcast there's a quote from American, American History X, X yeah. and uh, we didn't realize. Yeah. Some people, somebody else has said it best or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, full circle. Uh, so we, circle we, of life. We knew what we were doing. No. Subliminal. No, we did not. Uh, yeah, so thank you very much. We will be back uh, next week. Um, I think next week we may have another wee guest. I think we will. We will have. So uh, until then, thank you very much. It's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from him. Goodbye.